This podcast is brought to you in part by Collab Media, content created with Christ in mind. To publish your content with Collab Media, visit media.collab.life. Now sit back and enjoy your podcast. You're listening to A Walk in the Word, a weekly devotional podcast designed to help you get through the week. I'm your host, Lawrence Walker. You can follow me on social media at LBWalker33. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast at Google Play, iTunes, and SoundCloud. For more information about A Walk in the Word, please visit awalkintheword.show. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Today's devotional podcast is entitled Labor for the Lord. It's coming from Colossians 3, 23, and 24. And it reads, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. Labor for the Lord. A professional violinist was giving a concert in New York City's famous Carnegie Hall. At the last rhythmic stroke of the violin, the crowd gave a standing ovation for the magnificent performance. The young violinist stood with tears streaming down his face and walked off the stage. A stagehand saw him and said, The audience is going crazy. Why are you crying? The young man replied, Do you see the one man in the center that's still sitting? That man is my dad and my violin teacher. If he doesn't stand, it doesn't matter what 3,000 other people do. I like this story because it gives a universal message that should ring true to us today. The young man essentially told the stagehand that the applause from the audience was okay, but that his true reward came only from the approval of his father. People of God, I rose today to encourage each of you to give your best in all that you do because your reward comes from the Lord. In this letter to the church at Colossae, the Apostle Paul is found acknowledging the preeminence of Jesus Christ and encouraging the believers to grow in Christian maturity. Paul urges the church to live a life pleasing to God. He compels them to seek a deeper knowledge of Christ. He coerces them to refrain from sinful behaviors. Paul then tells his audience to be compassionate, kind, meek, and patient with each other. After reminding them to forgive one another, Paul then gives instructions for the Christian household by telling wives to submit to their husbands, husbands to love their wives, children to obey their parents, and fathers to not provoke their children. After dealing with how believers should treat each other and how families should behave, Paul then addresses Roman servants by telling them to wholeheartedly obey their masters. In verses 23 and 24, Paul urges servants to enthusiastically, to feverishly, to energetically work as if their activities were performed not for the admiration of the master, but for the approval of the Lord. Essentially, Paul compels them to do their jobs willingly without mental reservation and deprived of any hesitation. In this group of verses, Paul is trying to urge believers to, as he wrote in verse 1, set their minds on things above and not earthly things. Here Paul petitions them to honor God in their heart, which will be on display in both their behaviors and their works. In other words, Paul implies that Christian servants are essentially God's representatives in the workplace. And as such, their motivation behind such cheerful, diligent, and heartfelt labor is that God be pleased. Paul then acknowledges that faithful servants receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. The eschatological heavenly inheritance that Paul alludes to isn't rewarded to an individual based on social or economic status, but to those who serve Jesus. When you evaluate yourself, 
Are you enthusiastically, energetically, or cheerfully doing your job as unto the Lord, or do you begrudgingly perform your duties? Is it a chore to come into the office and deal with others? Do you go above and beyond your job description to ensure that the work is properly completed? Do you arrive on time? Have you lost your zeal to successfully perform your duties, or are you there just to collect a check? When something needs to be done at work or church, do you half-heartedly do it? If you have talents, skills, or resources that would be beneficial to the church and the mission to expand God's kingdom, do you hold back or do you freely contribute? These are the questions we must ask ourselves as we endeavor to labor for the Lord. Whether on the job or at the church, in your fraternity or sorority, in your social club or volunteer opportunities, it's important to know that the real undercover boss, our God, sees and knows everything. He knows your heart. He hears your thoughts. When we labor for the Lord, we do so with a cheerful heart. When we labor for the Lord, we go above and beyond the call of duty to get the job done. When we labor for the Lord, we work as if God sees us. When we labor for the Lord, the ultimate goal of our labor should be to please the Lord. And that's laboring for the Lord. Thanks for listening to A Walk in the Word. To listen to more episodes, go to a awalkintheword.show. Until next week, keep walking in the Word. This podcast was brought to you by Collab Media. To hear more amazing episodes, subscribe in your favorite app today. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.